Bullets of amber lights dance across the dirt track before me, jumping as the wind rustles the canopy of trees above. I look up, squinting, letting the sound of the breeze in the treetops hypnotize me. The sway of the branches, the creak of old wood, the apricot glow trying to fight its way through the leaves. It's all so damn perfect. It's home. At least it is for now. I edge towards the tip of the hill, pushing my bicycle along with my feet until the front wheel dips ever so slightly. Then kicking my legs out to the sides, I throw my head back and let gravity take over. Speeding down the hill with a laugh, the sounds of my delight echoing through the woods. The wind in my face is glorious, the whoosh of air passing me purifying. I'm approaching the bottom of the slope far quicker than I'd like, kicking up clouds of dust in my wake. The basket on the front of my bike jumps as the dirt road meets the paved section, sending a few of the raspberries I've picked catapulting into the air. Oh, shit. One hits me square in the forehead, the ends of my headscarf whipping at my cheeks. I quickly pull it free, stuffing it in my pocket before the wind whisks it away. Afternoon, Hannah, Mrs. Hart calls as I hurtle past her, toward the small bridge that crosses the river toward town. Cats circle her feet as she walks down the brick path to the front door of her cottage, weighed down with shopping bags. Afternoon, I yell, quickly reclaiming the handlebars with both hands when I hit a divot, causing me to wobble. I lose some speed as I roll up the slight incline of the old stone bridge, but regain it after breaching the summit. Passing the town church, I see Father Fitzroy in the small graveyard that circles the ancient building dusting off the headstones with a broom. Afternoon, father. He swings around, turning to follow me on my bike as I pass. Afternoon, Miss Bright. He holds up his broom before going back to his task. I'm forced to use my brakes when I approach a group of schoolchildren waiting to cross the road, and I slow to a stop, smiling as they're herded to the other side by their teacher. Afternoon, she sings, pulling a stray child back into the line. Hi, I wave, laughing as the stray kid goes astray again. There are just ten kids, and that accounts for 20% of the school's students. That's what I love about this town. It's small. It's also cozy, friendly, and safe. As soon as the children are across, I push off and start pedaling leisurely once again, toward the huge pond that marks the beginning of the high street. The pub is the first building on the left followed by a row of small chocolate box cottages, and then a gas station at the end. And on the right, a row of shops starting with the town store, which sells everything from milk to screwdrivers, and ending with a post office. And in between, Mrs. Heaven's Cafe, and finally, my shop. My gorgeous, cute little arts and crafts store. I roll to a stop outside and throw my leg over my bike, leaning it against a nearby lamppost and stare up at the new sign that was recently installed. I smile. There's not much call for art around these parts, love, someone says from behind, and I turn to find an old man with grey, wiry hair and a long beard to match. His green checkered shirt hangs out of his brown cords, his hands resting on the handles of a cart. He's staring up at my shop's new sign. I'm sorry, I don't think we've met, I say, approaching him. The name's Cyrus. He removes the toothpick from his mouth and points it at my shop. 
I hope you're not planning on making millions. Not millions, I assure him. Just enough to live on. I'll be okay for another year or two, but the money I left with is running low, so it's time to start making some for myself. Cyrus eyes me, looking me up and down a few times. You look like the creative type. I laugh as I feel my haphazard bun. And what does a creative type look like? Messy. Putting his stick back between his teeth, he pulls a broom from his cart and starts brushing at the pavement. I frown and look down at my dungarees, spotting a few blobs of paint. And then I pull at my white t-shirt. More paint spots. It's even on your flop flips. Cyrus chuckles, sliding his brush back into the cart and taking the handles. You mean flip flops? I mean what I mean. He starts pushing his cart up the street, the wheels creaking as he goes, and I pull my red scarf from the pocket of my dungarees, reaching up to put it back on, tying a big bow tightly on top. Hey, Mrs. Heaven, I call when I see her coming out of her cafe. Hello, Hannah. She follows me into my store. I brought you a muffin. You'll make me fat, I say as she hands it to me, and I take a bite, moaning a little. Mrs. Heaven's blueberry muffins really are heaven. She chuckles and wipes her hands down on her apron. (laughs) You could do with a bit of meat on those bones of yours. Are you kidding? I say through my mouthful. I'm the curviest I've ever been. Long gone are my days of watching what I eat, or being told what I can eat. A few pounds won't hurt you. She winks on an impish grin. How are you settling in? I wander over to the last of my boxes of stock and pick up the edge of the tape. Great, thank you. Only a few more boxes to unpack before I officially open. I get on with pulling out the brushes, slipping them into pots on the nearby shelf in order of size and type. How exciting for you, Hannah, she chirps. I'll be sure to tell all my friends about your work. Mrs. Heaven walks the length of one wall, where many of my landscape paintings hang. Such a talented young lady. Have you always painted? I step down off the stool. Yes, I say, because it's the easiest answer to give. She hums, cocking her head from one side to the other. Hmm, I love this one. I make my way around the cashier desk as she studies my latest creation, an oil on canvas of a nearby valley that I painted last week. It would look lovely on the wall of your cafe. I hint, not so subtly. Well, when I have some spare cash, I might buy it from you. I'll do you a special deal, I say as I follow her to the door and open it for her. She chuckles as she chucks my cheek. She's always chuckling or smiling. She's the sweetest lady. See you later, Mrs. Heaven. Bye-bye, Hannah. I head out into the sunshine with her and tuck my hands into my pockets watching as she dips and collects up a candy wrapper. I don't know, she sighs, dropping it in a nearby bin. Why do people insist on littering our lovely little town? She's right, it truly is a lovely town. It's almost a shame I can't stay here forever. I breathe in the clean spring air and wedge the door open, then get back to unpacking.